Dark Multiverse of Stephen King International Headquarters. How may I direct your call? Hey, Brad, it's Kat. Oh, where are you? Supposed to have been here like an hour ago. Well, I, I decided to take the husband on the tour of the Dairy Museum of Arts and Crafts. Oh, great. Um, and, I mean, seriously, we are completely lost. Oh. Uh, there are dead ends everywhere. I, I mean, it's honestly like in the movie 1408, there's actually a sign here that says, you are here. But it's all blacked out. There's no hallways. Oh, no Lord. Nothing's listed. Oh, great. Well, so you're not going to make it in for the mini episode, right? I mean, I, we're stuck. Okay. No, 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 it's, I, I, I'll just go ahead and, and read this to her. I'll tell them all about the extravaganza that way. We'll just, we'll just, it, it, we'll cover. It'll be okay. Don't worry. Okay. Thank you. Well, and, um, okay. Well, hope, hope, hope you make it out. Let's. Okay, well, hope to see you in time for uh, the Monday episode. Okay, all right, I love you. Love you too, sweetie. Bye. Okay, well, then I guess I'll just do the mini episode. Hi, everybody, Dark Multiverse of Stephen King. This is the mini episode where we don't talk about a Stephen King book or movie, but about all the news of what's going on in the King verse. New projects, old projects coming to pass, stuff like that. Some big stuff today and some small stuff today. It is Friday, August 30th, and It Chapter 2 is coming out just one week from today on Friday, September 6th. So, big news here, starting Monday, well, actually starting this weekend, we're kicking off our three-week-long Extravaganza. Now, if you check out our IG or Twitter accounts, which are at Dark Multipod in both cases, starting tomorrow, August 31st, you'll see all sorts of It-related news pretty much every day. And then on Monday, September 2nd, the regular podcast is going to be all about It Chapter 1, which you can watch now on Amazon Prime if you haven't already seen it at least three times. Then, just a couple of days after that, Kat and I are going to go to an early screening of It Chapter 2 here in Los Angeles. And then we'll be talking about that at length on the next mini-episode with a full episode about it on Monday, September 9th, just a couple days after the premiere. And then, the week after that... On Monday, September 16th, there's going to be a full episode on It the Book, which is an amazing piece of work that is very different from either the 1990 miniseries or this new adaptation and deserves some of its own attention. So there's going to be plenty about It for the next three weeks, and we're just getting started. And also, in the middle of all that, Stephen King's brand new book, The Institute, with the audiobook by the amazing Santino Fontana, comes out on Tuesday, September 10th. That's just 10 days from now. And then Shudder is still leaking out new episodes of Joe Hill's Nose for A2 every Thursday, if you haven't already seen that on AMC. So there's just tons of stuff going on. And now, for something completely different, yet another Stephen King property is getting made into a series. This time, there's Chris Romero. She's the wife of the late George A. Romero, the Zombie King, and... It producer Roy Lee, they've been working on an adaptation of The Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon. That's a short novel about a nine-year-old girl who gets lost in the woods while hiking with her mother and her father, and it leads to a, a lengthy battle for survival, made all the trickier by the presence of a faceless monster among the trees, or is it just a bear? Anyway, King's quote here is, I'm thrilled that my book is being brought to the screen and that George's company is involved. Chris has worked long and hard to make this project happen. Which is a pretty cool thing, isn't it? Then the other weird thing about this week, also it related, I'm going to read it pretty much verbatim. It's a, a nightmare come true. 
a creepy clown doll mysteriously flew into a New Jersey mom's backyard, prompting the freaked out woman to call the police, torch the toy, and sleep with a knife. It goes on to talk about uh, this woman named Renee Jensen, who was just hanging out by her pool and saw something kind of whiz down out of the sky. And at first she thought it was maybe just like a, a dead bird. She goes over and looks at it, and it turns out to be an inflated version of Pennywise with fake blood around its mouth and satanic writing on its head. you got to see this. We're actually going to put a shot of it up on the website. It's pretty crazy. Jensen said she was totally freaked out, and it was her boyfriend who immediately recognized it as the clown from It. So she decided to call the cops, and they suggested she just destroy it, which she was happy to do, so she burned it. No one wants a doll with satanic writing hanging out on their property, she said. And so, so she sent fire to it. She even had trouble lighting it up because apparently the thing was flame retardant for some reason. But she finally used olive oil and a whole bunch of newspaper and managed to burn it to cinders. And even then, she was freaked out by the thing. She like locked herself in her bedroom for that night, still scared to death. The quote is, I was frightened to be home by myself. So when I went to bed, I just left the lights on, locked my door, and brought a kitchen knife with me so I could feel a little safer. So do be careful when you're out barbecuing this Labor Day weekend. Be careful for falling Pennywises. That's pretty much it, though. I did want to mention something that does deserve to be mentioned. A great writer named Gordon Bressack. He was one of the creators of Tiny Toons and Darkwing Duck and one of my very favorite shows, Pinky and the Brain, just passed away quite recently. He's the kind of guy that doesn't get nearly enough attention, and he was a big influence on my long-ago youth, and those cartoons continue to make people laugh. Okay, what now? Dark Multiverse of Stephen King International Headquarters. How may I direct your call? Brad, it's Cat. We are oh, still. Lord. Oh God. Okay. In here. I mean, it's. It, do you remember that time that we did add about this place? I mean. Yeah, yeah, we, we were there together a while back. I remember. Did we happen to mention how we got the fuck out of here? I don't think so. But look, look, look. Let me let me play the ad again. Maybe there's something in there I don't remember. Hang on a sec. Thank you. This episode of The Dark Multiverse of Stephen King is brought to you by the Derry Museum of Arts and Crafts on Center Street, right across from the Aladdin Theater. You know, the curators of the museum were kind enough to invite Kat and me down to wander around the place just last week, and wow, it's got a little bit of everything you're not sure you ever wanted to see. <laughs> you're so right, Brad. I was amazed at the entire Duma Key series of paintings by Edgar Fremantle. The plaque said it was moved here from Florida after the island's huge storm back in 2008. So beautiful, so haunting. And I couldn't stop looking at the Bobby Hastings painting, The Road Virus Heads North. Did you know that it was one of more than 80 paintings that Hastings did, but it's the only one he didn't burn before he, well, Mm -hmm. Then there was that so strange artwork, Rose Matter, that was donated by the Rose McClinton estate We still don't know who painted that one. And another local artist is featured too. Pink Stars painted by, oh shoot, I don't remember her first name. James Rennie's mom over in Chester's Mill? Mm, I don't think I saw that one. Yeah, it's very weird. It's a picture of a boy in blue shorts and a white shirt with black stripes standing on a hill in front of a house with a picket fence and the nighttime sky above him is filled with pink stars. Mm. No one knows what it means, but it's like it came from another world sounds like it. And it's not all paintings, though, either. They've got a rare Elizabethan mirror on loan from the Samuel Claggart Museum. 
and a figure of Annie Oakley from the Wax Museum at Joyland Park. And even if it's a little politically incorrect, I love the alcove they have off to one side where they keep that full-size statue of Chief Woodenhead. So lifelike. <laughs> well, we had a great time, and we think you will too. We'll be back to talk more about it in the future, but in the meantime, plan on a visit of your own to the Derry Museum of Arts and Crafts mm -hmm. on Center Street, across from the Aladdin Theater in Derry, Maine. And thanks again to the museum for sponsoring this edition of The Dark Multiverse of Stephen King. Okay, well, did you hear that? Look for the vestibule. Maybe that'll get you out. I don't know. That, that's all I can think. The one with Chief Woodenhead, that seemed like it was toward the entrance when we went in, but it didn't seem anywhere close to where we actually left, which would be the entrance again. Everything's all backwards once you're in here. Yeah, I remember that it was off to the right when we came in, but then it was off to the left when we tried to get... I really don't remember, so uh, good, good luck. Yeah, well, I'm going to need it, but out of here in a few days. I did from snacks in my purse, as always. So well, okay, well, I'll, uh, hope, hope you're here uh, in time for uh, Monday when we do uh, It Chapter 1. Send an SOS party if I'm not. <laughs> well, yeah, call, call back unless the phone stops working or you... By the way, I promise not to answer 9. This is number 9. <laughs> oh, my God, Brad, I love it. That's so creepy. Please do. When I call back, I call back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sweetie, I'll see you on Monday. Okay, I love you. See you Monday. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. -bye. Bye.